You may know the name Merenale Tikau. She was the first Melanesian woman to be crowned Miss South Pacific in 2009. I got to tell you, being a Melanesian woman, we celebrated a win. And as you heard earlier, we've only had that celebration five times. I had to ask Mary our colorism factors into the Miss South Pacific pageant. It's an issue in our everyday lives and in the media that we're exposed to and certainly in, in pageants where just at the outset there is this predetermined and very narrow view of what beauty is and, and what it involves. And that's certainly something that I was aware of going into the pageant process, you know, along the way. I was very, very fortunate to have the kind of support and background and upbringing that, uh, that I had to, um, to at least be aware of it and to be aware of, you know, some of the microaggressions that can happen. And there are definitely preferences about your appearance, things like hair texture, different aspects of how, uh, of how cultural performances are prioritised. And so, you know, that was definitely something that I saw manifested. And I think my overall approach was that this was an experience that I had to endure, that I certainly wanted to do my best in, but also that I really just wanted to be myself as much as possible. And so um, I think the way that, that I survived it or that I coped with it at the time was that I very quickly realized that there is a very preconceived notion about what Pacific culture entails. And for me, it, would, it wouldn't have served me to try and out Polynesia the Polynesians or, you know, out, outdo aspects of their culture that are very much theirs and unique to them. But I just had to be genuine about what aspects of, of Fijian culture that I related to personally and that I could then participate in and, and enjoy rather than trying to fit myself into a box that I wasn't comfortable with. You, you were just yourself and that was the beauty of it, just being yourself instead of trying to pretend to be somebody or not. So good on you. Um, you. From a young girl coming from rural Fiji and then mm. going out into the world stage representing your country and also the region, what are some of your highlights? Oh, you know, I have to say definitely the highlights were the relationships formed along the way for better or ill and uh, for all the, you know, the ups and downs that pageant experiences entail. I think it gave me such a great uh, window into how different our region is. We're referred to often as one Pacific and, you know, we certainly are, mm. but... Our ways of life, our cultures are so unique in their own way. And, you know, the different people that I met, whether it was people who were, who participated in the pageant organizing, um, you know, people who, you know, had, um, you know, decision-making roles within pageants, but also the contestants themselves coming with different, you know, career experiences, education experiences, but also coming from very different country contexts and getting to have these wonderful conversations with them about what the challenges were for them, uh, what pressures they faced at home, not just relating to the pageant, but relating to the careers that they wanted, um, you know, the dreams that they had, and just to watch them all flourishing now in their different careers, you know, from, you know, biomedical engineering to law to, you know, so many aspects of life. I really think that was, you know, one of the most valuable things that I took away from the whole experience. I wouldn't have gotten to understand the region uh, in such a unique way if it hadn't been for that. Mm. And how important do you think pageants are as a platform to celebrate women's achievements? 
you know, I think if I can reflect on Fiji, you know, I can only speak on, on what I can understand of pageant history in Fiji is that they stem from colonial times. They began with the foundation of community service, you know, raising funds for different aspects of community building. And so charity fundraising uh, has always been a big backbone of pageants. And something that I have noticed throughout the years, and, you know, it was certainly my experience when I participated was, you know, the increasing commercialization of, of pageants. You know, you have corporate sponsorship involved, you have different government ministries or departments involved, and, you know, people really see it as, as a vehicle to progress, you know, whether they're cultural or commercial priorities. And um, I think that while pageants are one platform that highlights the attributes, the accomplishments and the achievements of women, I think it can be dangerous to fall into this sense of comfort that they present progress. They are one platform, but would we need pageants in a perfect world to highlight or elevate the achievements and capabilities of women? I would say no. I would say there are many other ways that we can and should do that. Pageants can give us a false sense of comfort in the sense, you know, that they can make us think that the progress is being made. And yes, it is. But also if you look at the visibility of women in pageants, the use of the imagery of women in um, tourism, emotional materials, you know, as, as have been used for decades, that has commercial value and commercial weight. You know, it has uh, cultural and social currency. But, you know, that stands in stark contrast, Hilda, with the way that women experience violence and the prevalence of violence against women in the region. Contrast a lineup of pageant contestants with the lineup of Pacific leaders, you know, and women will be nearly invisible um, while we've made much progress. So I think that pageants can be a platform. Yes, are they the platform? I'd say no, but I'd also always exercise caution when, when looking at them as, um, as an indicator of progress because um, they can lull us into a false sense of comfort. Mary Naila Tikau, the first Melanesian to win Miss South Pacific in 2009. I'm feeling a little more awful knowing that since then, four Melanesian women have won the crown. So maybe this is changing. This is Sisters Let's Talk with Hilda Wayne. 